Hello, everyone, and welcome to Being Naked. My name is Venus Castleberg, your host, and I am so excited to have today Sylvia Puentes as our guest. Welcome, Sylvia. Hello, hello. <laughs> Happy to be here with you. Um, so I don't know if you know this, I didn't really give you any background to come in. So I was like, um, so Being Naked really was created to um, explore the gift of vulnerability. And one of the things that I like to do in the beginning of every show is to just take our deepest barriers down, even the ones we don't know about. So we'll invite everybody to do that. Awesome. And Sylvia, um, one of the things that I love about you is your ability to see somebody's greatness and acknowledge it. Yeah. And <laughs> you could say I have an interesting story with that. But yes. <laughs> Great. Well, I'd love to actually hear your story. Go ahead. <laughs> well, first of all, I love the title of your show, Being Naked. Because that brings up so many things. One is you think of, okay, if I take off my clothes right now, this is a podcast via audio, so I'd be okay. But it, you know, that first sense of like, oh shit, would I really be willing to get naked, naked? And, you know, you can think no clothes or that space of vulnerability of like, what have I not been willing to expose that I think is so awful, bad and evil about me? And um, so that invitation, and I love that you said exploration, because what if that's what it continues to be? What if there's no arrival to that? So when you said that, it's like that sense for me, even this dropping your barriers, you know, invitation at the beginning, it's like, wow, to actually give yourself, what was it, maybe five seconds? <laughs> um, that sense of like, oh, you know, I tend to have a really full schedule. I enjoy that. And yet these five seconds made such a difference to be more present with you, my body, what I want to say. And I would say that even my voice perhaps changed. So thank you for that. And what a beautiful invitation for the planet to have more of that. It's not about meditating for hours. You can, cool. But it can easily be five seconds. So, but the part about seeing people's greatness, yes. I mean, it's something that I desire for the entire planet that that judgment be eliminated or at least reduced by a whole lot and that we do see the greatness of us. And, but what I said about an interesting story is that I recently was talking to a friend and you may know him, Brett. Um, and Rockmore, he's just an amazing being. And I appreciate him because since we met, there was just this ease to be, you know, with whatever was there and these conversations we'd have. And he, and he mentioned the same thing. So Sylvia, you have such this great gift of seeing the greatness in people. Would you be willing to see the limitation as well? And I thought, wow. And as a certified facilitator of the body of work of access consciousness, you know, I, get the joy to facilitate people online and live classes and different, um, you know, forms and different um, topics and areas of life. But I thought, okay, so we, we played with this because there's one thing to be able to see people's greatness and invite them to that because very few people see that or are willing to, to acknowledge it. And the other is to be willing to see the limitation they bought as real and true and ask them a question to invite them to look at that 
question it, receive it, not for it being true, but to actually meet that uncomfortable space of like, oh, you saw that. <laughs> so, you know, this part about being naked, what if we could be a space with ourselves, not at a judgment or that something's wrong, but the willingness to go, wow, this is an area I still judge me. This is an area where I actually still believe I'm awful or, you know, I'm dumb or whatever it is. And that is such a gift. And so, yes, I, I, I do enjoy empowering people. And yet somewhere along the line, I thought if I bring up this area that of the limitation they think they have, like if I meet that and meet them there, somewhere in my head, I thought that I would be making it bigger and greater than what is actually true about them. So that's that's a short story there about uh, the gift of seeing people's limitations and the, I mean, the gift to seeing the people's greatness and also the gift to being willing to question the limitation. That's really great because that actually is the other side of the, this podcast is like, it's not just acknowledging, you know, um, where things like being willing to acknowledge the things that maybe aren't working or, you know, aren't going on it the way that we'd like to in our lives. <clears throat> but, but then the flip side, being willing to acknowledge our greatness, because we also don't often do that. So it's, it's like bringing all of that and going, okay, this is all of me. Yeah. And I like what, I love what you said about like <clears throat> exposing the, the perceived limitations because I think that's another thing that we go down we go down this rabbit hole of like we something's wrong with us and what if it isn't a wrongness but we just that we can't see it another way so we have to look at it from a different point of view we have to get a different perspective yes and I get that you know many years ago and, and maybe still today affirmations became very popular and as people started to use affirmations, there was this like, I am powerful, I am confident, I am, you know, beautiful. But it was always this energy of trying to convince yourself of what you wanted to be true, but didn't believe was true. And right. so the gift of actually beginning to beginning at, wow, what do I actually think is true that isn't? You know, because then you really begin to break apart the lies that you've bought about you. And then the willingness to then, like you said, acknowledge the greatness of you or the beauty of you, but not with that underlying judgment still there. And that's one of the things that I enjoy about the Tools of Access Consciousness, because it really is this willingness to energetically even perceive that tightness, contraction, and the heaviness of something that isn't true. You don't have to have it all figured out. And for me, you know, now playing with these tools about 11 years now, and maybe, I don't know, I'd say maybe in the last seven years, really integrating them in my life, it's I can perceive when my life and my day and my projects, they're light. You know, choices come up and I'm trying to convince myself of something and they're heavy and I'm going, whoa, 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 what lie am I buying here? Because what I know is true for me when it's light, it's true. And not like light, like, I don't know, um, not light from like airy, fairy light, but there's a space and a, almost like a space and a gentleness and caring and all of those energies as I flow through my day following what's true for me when it might not make sense to others. 
So um, I'm not sure where I was going with all of that. But one of the things that I would like to add is I, you know, I, I appreciate you know, people like you, Venus, and other people that I know I have this one friend in Colorado, and I was talking to her once, and, and I was, it was this conversation about being dumb. And she goes, Sylvia, like, how dumb do you really think you are? And I, and I dropped, and I said, so, so dumb. And it was allowing myself to be in that space of what really was underneath that I really believed was true. And I have a bunch of stories to justify it, you know, childhood experiences, whatever, you know, and yet when I got to that, it was like, wow, that's what I've believed is true. And yet what I keep seeing as I choose things and create things, I'm like, hmm, my might not be as dumb as I think I am, but it doesn't look like what someone else might call intelligent. Like, you know, I actually started to play. It's like, oh, here's another area I'm really dumb at, like willing to be dumb too. Like, oh, I'm stupid here. Like, instead of pretending like I know it and I don't, um, you know, I was in so different areas were like, I am so sorry. And thank you so much for explaining that, you know, because like, yeah, I don't know a lot about technology. I was getting a new phone line, ladies explaining all the details. And part of it sounds like Chinese. And the other part's like, OK, I get the basics. That works. But, you know, it's like it's OK not to know everything. But how many of us have these areas in our lives that we think we have to show up a certain way, have it right, perfect, correct? And then don't allow ourselves that space to go, hey, I actually don't get this. Can you explain it in a different way? And I'd say that that's been a big part of my, I don't know, journey through this lifetime of like, wow, I actually really don't get it. Like I would see people upset or or I would see people making things more complicated or, and I just didn't get it. Cause it was like, well, let's just choose something else. Like I didn't have to figure it out in my head. That's why I thought I was dumb. Cause I didn't spend all the time trying to figure it out in my head. And when I did, I felt even more dumb. Cause I didn't know how to do that. <laughs> that isn't actually what's true for me. It's like, okay, no, yes, let's go. Okay. <laughs> that's awesome and and yeah i think that that's such a gift too is just like the the willingness to acknowledge that and then and then the yes. freedom that comes from it it's just like oh okay i don't actually have all the answers yes. okay cool or like in my case oh i'm not really perfect okay cool <laughs> then i don't have to pretend yes. to be. <laughs> like or yeah well, um, you and I just happen to be part of a, a an event going on um, next week called He Said, She Said, and it's a panel of 10 men and 10 women, and we're talking back and forth about like kind of what a man would say, and then the woman rebuttal, and then what, what a woman would say, and then men rebuttal. But one of the things I wanted to ask you about was when it comes to vulnerability, how have you seen that like impact your relationships with let's say the opposite sex with men oh it's like a, a couple different areas come up one is um you know i've been divorced for about a little over six years now and quote unquote i haven't i haven't had a what you'd call a boyfriend or like an official relationship right i've you know i travel the world i meet beautiful people there's certain people i play with maybe repeatedly in other people that I meet and, you know, have fun, go on dates or, or other things. But um, it's been so interesting, this energy that I'm starting to notice is 
where I go to think that I want a relationship and what I go to think it will fulfill. And just the other morning in the gift of being part of this um, upcoming series uh, with these beautiful gentlemen and ladies is that I'm beginning to have vulnerability with myself of what's actually true. So this question of, you know, what have I not been willing to either receive or say? And and it's so, so funny. I, funny because I can kind of look at it because it sounds ridiculous. Um, but I, you know, I have a lot of people say like, oh, you're sexy or you're have this incredible sexualness to you. And I also didn't get that. Like I don't. And so I actually, you know, I'm just beginning to become more familiar with what those energies mean, not what I thought they meant, because I'm not your, you know, perfect size, model, shape, or height. (laughs) So that sense of what we think is a perfect body. But I started to go, wow, what am I hiding here? And that sense of being turned on and lit up and that I'd be happy to play with anybody that I actually don't have a judgment. And I remember the first time I played with someone, uh, a man that didn't have a nice body, he was kind of heavier set. I'm like, oh, there's no judgment in my world about him, that it isn't the body shape that is part of what I judge or I'm looking for. Like there's there's such this willing, it's almost like, you know, I meet someone, I don't want to play. Yeah. And I get so enthusiastic that I was just um, on another podcast or live with Marco. And I was saying, it's like, I have such this level of enthusiasm. I think it freaks out some people. It's like, but I walk out in the world or be in my life enthusiastic. Oh my God, the sun came out. Wow. Look at those clouds. Wow. You know what I mean? Like that's such a level Mm -hmm. of enthusiasm that um, it doesn't, and I don't require it to match anyone. But I often have the preconceived notion that it'll be too much for someone, so I pull away. So I create that comfortable distance, um, or I reduce the intensity of how I be with life to try to not (laughs) freak people out. (laughs) So I tell people, that's why I travel so much, small dosages. I have a friend in California, and I'm all, you sure you're ready? Like, I may come into town. And he's all small dosages. Like, he, he's very clear. Like, and I'm all, and the version he's actually gotten to know is reduced. So, so for me now, it's like, okay, what if I didn't reduce it at all? At all? Like, would I be willing to have more than half the people in my life go away? And... You know, that that part of like, what have we judged that's so wrong about us in any area, whether it's in bed, because that's another thing I'd say that in bed and these are the type of conversations we're going to have that are even coming up now. But I would say even in that area, like my willingness to play, I hold back because I'm a kid that would be too perverted or I shouldn't quite go there. And yet, you know, the willingness to meet someone that has that level of exploration and and just play it requires vulnerability because you start to invite something to something that someone thinks that's whacked. You're, you know, that can show up. That response can be in so many ways. And if you take it personal, it could be crushing. And, you know, so that willingness to, to even ask for someone to be willing to play like that would be, I haven't, I haven't asked. So these are the parts that I say, thank you for the exploration because new things 
will show up that you never considered. And that's the invitation I'd like to be for people that have heard of He Said, She Said upcoming series is like, are you willing to explore? You don't even have to show your face. You don't even have to put your real name. Like we're willing to, to give you that space, not to have to totally expose you, but be willing to have just the curiosity to go, what else is available? And I'm joining that series also with that question. I don't have it figured out. I, you know, I wish I could say I asked for everything I want in bed or out of bed, and, and yet I'm still noticing where I don't. But for me, that's the joy of living. It's like, I'm so grateful to be on this planet, to have a body, to be exploring, to demand more consciousness in my own life, and a lot more, because that's the gift that I'm all like, otherwise, why be here? With everything going on, why? Um, you know, to know that I have choice and can change some things, I'm here to play and let's create greater and more. <laughs> why not exactly. have it while you're at it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> well, thank you, Sylvia. That was such a beautiful invitation. And yes, yeah, so if you guys would like to check out more, we will post it in the comments. It starts February 16th, 2021. Yes just in case anybody's listening to this later down the road. Um, but thank you for the invitation that you be. And I love your enthusiasm. So please don't ever turn it down. Thank I you. love it. <laughs> Such an invitation. No. Thank you, everyone. Have a wonderful day.